everyone. It's Nicole. Um, I know you guys aren't usually used to hearing my voice at the beginning of an episode, but we'll get to Mary Cat in just a second. Um, when you're listening to this episode, you might notice that compared to other weeks, we're a little bit more giggly and uh, it's a little bit more chaotic and a little bit shorter with the holidays going on and everything else. All three of us have just been super busy and a little bit tired, but we decided to post this week's episode anyways. Uh, because um, if anything is going to give you a look into what our group chat is like and what regular FaceTimes and convos between the three of us are like, this week's episode is it. So we hope you guys enjoy, have fun, and let us know what you think. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Golden Trio podcast. It's Mary Catherine. And this is Maddie. And this is Nicole. Hey, ladies, how are we this week? Um, you know, it's the week of Christmas. I'm very excited. I'm ready for some time off and just we made it. Chill. Jingle, yes. jingle, bitches. We made it to Christmas in 2020. I think Alexa, that's an accomplishment. That is accomplishment Alexa, indeed. Play Alexa, congratulations, play, <laughs> Alexa. Play "We Made It" by Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Alexa, play "Fuck 2020" by whoever sings that song off of TikTok because that's yeah. my mood. I think it's actually someone from Nashville. I think it is. Oh, I think it's country yep. singer girl. Yes, it is. Interesting. Um, Interesting. so I am currently drinking a watermelon white claw, red uh, and green for the holiday season. I'm currently drinking a lovely wine. It's a white variety. I don't know what kind out of a Santa glass for the holiday season. As you should. And I am drinking a Lipton diet green citrus tea. <laughs> All right. I have a question to start us off today, ladies. Um, Absolutely. It's one that I've just been inspired to ask by my current oh. surroundings. Um, in, in the childhood nativity show, what character did you want to play the most? Can Maddie, I, can can I say first. something? Yes. One, we have a nativity scene in our dining room and it lights up and flashes. So it's like, Jesus is getting lit. Anyways, second, <laughs> I have been the angel in the nativity scene before i was we have this parade in my hometown like a lights fantastic parade and i was the angel for like two years when i was a child tia this question has made me recall something deep and suppressed in my childhood oh um were you the butter um, in the nativity (laughs) 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 no I wasn't oh my god but I genuinely like so I went to Catholic school for a few years when I was younger and then I went to a Presbyterian church because that's just where my grandparents went to church so we just okay we booped um (laughs) and I really want to think I like have a vivid memory of doing the nativity on like the the not the pew like the stage in front of everyone yeah 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 and I want to say I was one of the three wise men, or I was. <laughs> that wasn't makes it. so much sense. I'm or, what did you bring, homie? That's a great question. I couldn't remember I what I like brought you home. Her energy. You give. I me was her. literally. <laughs> Maybe that one of my favorite vines is. Mur murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just gonna say I brought mur. I don't know. I'm but I'm gonna find out and I will report back because I have a vivid memory. It's in my it's in my rolodex of my brain. Um, I I was thinking about this recently because um, my sisters and I put on the nativity. My sisters and then two of our cousins and I put on the nativity like after family Christmas Eve every year because our family does like big Christmas Eve and like a smaller Christmas day. Um, and so everyone would leave and it would just be our two families left and um, we would do the nativity. And somehow every year, there's five of us, me, my older sister, Emily, my little sister, Hallie, Ashley, Michelle, shout out to all of y'all. Um, I am about to slander one of you. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, so we would I wonder the- who it could be. Think on it. We did <laughs> the nativity together every year. And um, I remember our distinct roles were as follows. Hallie was the donkey every year. Hallie was the <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. At least I wasn't that. Maybe I was that as a child. Oh, oh that would be Michelle. <laughs> Michelle was a shepherd every year. Ashley was a wise man. Uh, myself, I played uh, Joseph. And Emily, my older sister, played Mary and the angel both, dual casting as Mary oh and gosh. the angel. Now let's think for a moment. Let's pause. Our rendition was special. Um, the only people who had lines were the characters of Mary and the angel. Um, when Hallie asked to play baby Jesus, a baby alive doll was volunteered for the part instead. <laughs> um, and I'll let us all ponder for a moment on who did the casting for our childhood nativity. Who chose who got what parts? Oh, Emily. 100%. It was Emily. Yes. <laughs> I'm and not surprised. I was about that today, and I really feel gypped that I never got to play the angel. I feel gypped about it. Honestly, I'm, I'm sorry you never got to play the angel. Um, so th- if there are any adult nativities that are going on that are looking for a 23-year-old, probably a little bit tipsy, angel to join your squad, call me up because I feel like I missed out on that childhood rite of passage. But did you? Did we miss out? I don't know, but it feels like it. I just keep thinking back to the minimalist nativity sets that we talked Stop about. Stop it. Stop it. How, how bad they were. No. <laughs> I actually just wear a morph suit so they can't tell who I am. We're all just colors. Perfect. No. Please that's no. Nativity that's play. terrifying. It's like, it's, it's like Power Rangers, but terrible, but scarier. <laughs> oh, Holy Night plays while like five different colored morph suits walk in. Oh my god. That is terrifying. <laughs> also, I am so sorry if Tia starts whining because she's at my door and no one will come and get her. Well, um, yeah. Tia, come join the pod. Tia is a welcome guest on the pod anytime. For those of you who do not know, um, Tia is my little Yorkie Pomeranian little dog. She's precious um yes i am home in illinois for the holiday so that is why miss girl miss world tia is with me so since you're home at illinois like obviously the holidays are coming up with this week but i feel like we should definitely touch on something that we've touched on every episode of the pod uh let's talk about the bachelorette number one we didn't get to talk about it last week but i have a grievance i would like to air Rest easy, my sweet prince. The love of my life. Give me a call anytime you're in Cleveland. Ed, if you're out there and you're looking. Yes, Ed. Give me a call. I'm begging. I'm not begging. But I do, I would go for a drink with you any day of the week. So rest easy, sweet prince. You were gone too soon. They couldn't see the king that you were, but I did. Following him on Instagram was the best decision I've I ever love made. Him. I do I not love follow him. him. Well, you're well, you should. <laughs> you're you're missing out. He it's was raiding Bath and Body Works candles. He was raiding Body Works candles the other day. When he the gave the crushed candy cane like two stars. I told him. I I swiped up. I said winter candy apple is where it's at. You'll thank as me. As you later. should. As you should. Wait. I slid in Ed's DMs when I was not sober last night we just read you the dm that i sent this man please it has not been opened yet it has not been opened yet so at least i don't have to feel like it says <laughs> x-ray 6 17 p.m uh i was not sober and i wrote to ed <laughs> roses are red violets are blue pickup lines suck so just hmu with a winky face and my phone number D seventeen? <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, no, that's really slick. Like I've never heard that before. <laughs> Thank you. I came up with it after my fourth Moscow mule. Um <laughs> Wait, have you did you DM did you DM him before that? No, like, it was previously. My first, no, it was my first time sliding in there. <sighs> I have slid into Ben's DMs, but that was before he gained like 300,000 more followers on Instagram. I was going to say, his follower count is just going to keep growing. But I appreciate his daily um, inspirational Instagram stories. Yes, I do love them. But let's talk about 
the episode. What was last week? We had a double episode, double we had double. So I'm trying to remember what even went from eight to four. The first part and went from eight to four. Also, that this is the best top four the Bachelor's ever had. I've watched Uh, every single season of Bachelor and Bachelorette. This is the best top four there's ever been. And I'm gonna make a bold statement. This is the best group of men they've ever had on the Bachelorette. Like every single guy, even like the villains, apart from Yosef, who can choke on a candy cane. Um choke on a few other things too <laughs> well in my opinion he like what well, he's not in Tasha's group of guys so i he's feel in, like he's in claire's yeah yeah like the difference between Tasha and claire's like group of guys i would say the only other groups to compare that are not as great but honorable mentions i would say caitlin bristow's group of guys caitlin was pretty bristow good. had a really solid group of guys i would agree yes and then definitely hannah brown i was gonna say you can't you can't not Hannah's hype up Hannah good. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hannah Brown, I'm sorry, that's like the second best, but this season has like proved it wrong. And I mean, it's obviously a very different season and everything's so different. Um, and I think maybe that's why it's also better. Like, I think that. I do too. I think that. To really dive down deep into being stuck in one place and still being able to formulate the show and have them still do fun things and fun dates. I think that it's probably one of the best seasons no I actually super agree I think this season has been incredible and I think that not having the superficial stuff of like we're traveling and we're doing this and we have to highlight this place and highlight this thing like really allowed them to build what feel like very genuine and real connections because the dates have felt more real it's not this like whirlwind exciting party of a date it's like oh we're like going to a pool together like oh, we're, like, drinking margaritas. Oh, we're, like, watching childhood pictures on the screen. Like, it feels much more real of a date than, like, oh, we're going to go meet gauchos and pet horses in Argentina. (laughs) Correct. I just have to say the only difference is that it's obviously a little more rushed because the timeline was so much shorter compared to a regular season. It's kind of – this is the only comparison I have because – bachelor in paradise is so much it's a lot faster that's, that's so this is like the bachelorette but bachelor in paradise but not you know like the timeline of bachelor in paradise but for the bachelorette yeah if that makes correct. any sense i would agree but i love everyone in the top four like it's gonna break my heart watching all the rest of them go home um well, one did go heart. home well it we did broke my heart watching ben go home i emotionally still refuse to process that um I cried so hard. The night of The Bachelor, first of all, let's talk about it. The Browns lost. That's the only acknowledgement I'll give to it, and we're moving forward. Um, But the night of The Bachelor, I was watching the Browns game, so I watched it separately the next day after the difficult emotional loss of the Browns, and then to have a difficult emotional loss of Ben Smith, it felt too much for me. I needed to schedule an extra therapy appointment. Yes, it was. That that probably wasn't the smartest decision on your part, watching them back-to-back. But I think that – let me just talk about my man, Riley. Riley, oh, I was, was devastated. I don't think – I think I cried more for Riley going home than I did, Ben. I loved Riley so much. Riley was a man that was truly there to find love, to get married with pure intention and pure heart. I loved him so much. Correct. He was looking for a wife, and honestly – I hope we see him again. I want to see him again, whether it's on Bachelor in Paradise, whether it's on another season of The Bachelorette, or if he's The Bachelor. Who knows? But I want to see him again. He I, done. Uh, see, the thing is, with this season, like, so many of them could be The Bachelor. But the thing is, we already have literally another Bachelor season starting in, like, two weeks. So not, e- not even two weeks. It's like less think- than two weeks. It's How no two think- weeks tomorrow. Two How weeks do you from think tomorrow. Matt James yeah. would have fit. I mean, we don't really know Matt James's personality, but how do you think he would have fit amongst this group of guys? That's like so incredible because I can't mentally picture it. Like I don't know that I think he would have held up as much. Like, would he be as beloved as he might be as a bachelor if he was amongst this group of guys? 
I have a few things to say about this. So I'm very avid on um, their Instagrams. I've known Matt James because of Tyler C. Like back when Tyler C. got, you know, overhyped. Not overhyped, but like blew up because of The Bachelorette and all of that. So... I like followed along and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I was like, this guy's going to get cast the next season. Like no matter who it's going to be, he's going to get cast. And when he did, and I really don't think he would have gone very far on Claire's season at first because of the stupid internet beef that happened on Twitter. Uh, words are hard. Twitter between the... um between Claire and Matt. So I really don't, or if he would have gone far, like maybe him and Tasha, I don't think it would have happened. So he definitely looks like he could be the bachelor. I think that they made a good call by just making him the bachelor. I truly don't know or don't think that he would have made it very far on Claire or Tasha's season. Um, I think Tasha would have known who he was probably. Yes. I feel like he would have too. Claire. I don't think she would have known who he was. Um, but I think that they definitely just did the right thing about just throwing him as the bachelor. Um, it, I mean, I'm, but I don't know. I'm also torn because like, there's so many good guys from Tasha's season that I'm like, they deserve to find love as well. Um, so I just, <laughs> I'm just really hopeful and I'm holding out that they'll be able to do BIP and we'll get a season and we'll see some familiar faces. Two things. One, Nicole is literally screaming at the Browns game right now. That is why she's I, naked. <laughs> as we're recording right now, I'm also watching the Browns game. So uh, if you hear a lot of elation in my voice, good elation. for you. If you hear me, I have the TV muted. If you hear me screaming or if you hear Maddie or Mary Cat laughing, I'm probably punching the air. She um, was punching the air. That's why it was I was laughing. punching the air. That's why it was aggressively. Oh my but, gosh! No, I think I think that it was a smart move to just make Matt James the bachelor and just say this is who it is. Because especially with this quick of a turnaround, I don't think that you could have taken anyone from the who like made it far in Claire's no, season and been like now they're going to be the bachelor. Like they would have been like what the hell? Like they've had no time to like emotionally heal from that experience. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. Yes. yes. And after and this it's next nice. week, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm just saying that this week is the finale of The Bachelorette. And like we said, um, The Bachelor will premiere on January 4th. Um, and I think next episode, we'll probably talk about his women and just kind of see who we think will go all the way. I think we'll, we should give our first round picks and see who we think he'll end up with. I love I the like, idea. I feel like spoilers are going to start coming out soon too for Matt's season more than Tasha's season, but we also literally have no idea what's going to happen because of all the mishaps because the, uh, the spoilers predicted or said, not predicted, they reported that Ben and Zach were going to be the final two. And as of right now, Ben is home. Like they're we don't wrong. know, like they're going to, I think Ben is going to come back, but like, we'll see. I really have no idea what could happen at this point. My mind would be blown. My mind would be, but also like, I love Ben so much with my whole heart. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know what I want for him. I think that who Tasha ends up with is not who I think she should end up with, who she ends up with on the show. We don't know what happened after the show, but her pick on the show is just not someone that I see as compatible with her in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. And so I think that there were other people two of them in my mind two other people that their lifestyles feel more compatible that makes sense and also in the past like couple of seasons so much shit has happened post-show and it's so annoying it's so annoying oh, it's happened for the past like th- three four three. seasons yeah especially even I mean, like bachelorette too. he pilot pete uh colton colton's who was before? Who was the Bachelorette? Who uh, Becca was before Colton, and Becca, Becca did get engaged. I've been saying like this season of The Bachelor, Matt James's season, needs to be like one of the most romantic seasons, like true love seasons we've seen because we just haven't seen that in so long that it's like becoming less Bachelor and more. I'm gonna say it. Uh, Love Island and I'm gonna be honest like if the vibe is Love Island then fuck it the vibe is Love Island that's a whole different game and I'm into it but like yeah you're going to be the bachelor then be the bachelor you know what I mean 
Here, yeah, I am. Too. Oh, sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Um, my thing is too is that like I've kind of tried to find information about Matt's season, but I think that I think there's a possibility that he might not find love because I just don't know if he fully expected what the being the bachelor would be as not being on the franchise before you think he would pull a brad womack and just be like i'm sorry i'm picking no one or do something fucking post show like i'm sorry but if there aren't there have not been engagements for the past however long or they stuff happens post show like if this is gonna happen for so many seasons in a row like why have the show like why? Because yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like if Matt James's season isn't, then for sure the next Bachelorette season needs to be like I believe in love again because of this. Yes, this is it not a. Right. I go on here yeah, to be find like somebody that I could possibly date. Distance. It better be like violins in the distance, tears running down my face in a soft magical journey. That's all I have to say. The last time we had an actual engagement was Becca, was- but they're not even together anymore. Well, no. But before you- that, oh gosh, it's been a minute. Well, if you count Bachelor in Paradise, you got Hannah and Dylan. Yeah, literally more couples in Bachelor in Paradise are successful than they are on the show. Correct. So, anyways. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, moving on from, you know, g- amazing couples and oh, yes. the year of 2020, <laughs> Gigi and Zane. Oh, my gosh. And, and, our, and our conspiracy about how we think Taylor Swift named a song after their baby. Okay, I would just like to say one. Gigi and Zane, iconic couple. Honestly, one of the they're so hot, it's not even funny. They're a beautiful couple. They're like, beautiful. They're just, they're just beautiful okay, people. people. And Gigi and Zane date. Yes. And so I know they've been very back and forth and like on and off, but like whenever the world found out they were having a baby, I was like, that is gonna be the most beautiful child on the planet. Like, I don't care. You know, it's gonna be gorgeous. Like, oh, everyone was freaking out because you know, Gigi comes from such a a line of beautiful women and beautiful. Like, her whole family is beautiful, and I think that I'm excited to see their daughter grow up and just see who she ends up looking like more and just how she. I think she's gonna be like stupid gorgeous, like stupid beautiful. She's gonna have the most beautiful skin tone just it's gonna be envious of a small child do we think oh truly that taylor named a song after their baby's name i really have no idea because that's how we found out the name of ryan reynolds and blake lively's third child was on folklore Correct. so because of um ivan or not Ivan. Why did they say Ivan? <laughs> Inez. <laughs> Inez. Bachelor and this world colliding. Inez, Betty, and James. So that's how we found out. So there's this whole conspiracy theory right now that um, it goes like very deep as into like August and that's when the baby was born. And um, there's certain lines in the song Dorothea and it being the eighth track and august is the eighth month and like this and that and that's why the baby's name is dorothea but i must say this oh my gosh this baby's like four months old and we still don't know its name do you think that like i love a good conspiracy it's about about like a celebrity thing as much as the next person but do you think that like sometimes especially with taylor swift and it's because she like plays us so much and leaves so many little easter eggs all the time do you think that people go too far and like are looking at things and it's like an English literature that's like the blue cup means sadness and it's like maybe just the author made it a fucking blue cup yeah because <laughs> I do oh, I feel like that's happening so much with this album like for sure with Evermore oh yeah like we were I don't remember who, which one of you I was talking to the other day about Joe Jonas maybe it was you Maddie was it yes you? it was <gasps> it was literally we were, last we were, night Oh, was it last Thick night? Thick bite to the chat. Actually, I was drunk last night, so never mind. You were mind. drunk last night, yes. We were like, Nicole is living her best life. She <laughs> had some margaritas and some Moscow mules. But Maddie and I were like, wait. We were like, is Willow named after Joe Jonas and Sophia Turner's daughter named Willa? We were like, oh! <gasps> no, first we, I was like, wait, is this baby's name Willow? Because then, you know how she said something in folklore about, like, giving her friends or her ex's 
um, baby gifts. baby gifts and so we were like oh and then i was like oh it's willa but i'm like but but like still it's that conspiracy like you're like oh but what if but this what is if what taylor swift has done to us she's um uh we were already mentally ill taylor like i love you but i also had a dream that i was best friends with her last night i'm wait, not gonna lie i did wait, i have a fun game i kind of want to play really quick um what's up i saw this tiktok that's like your favorite on folklore is how you deal with hurting and your favorite on Evermore <gasps> I did is how see you this. deal with healing. So I would like each of us to share our favorite from each album really quick. And I'm going to try to analyze us through the lens of our years of therapy. I'll share mine first because I've already done it while you two look. Okay. okay so. <laughs> my, <laughs> uh, so my favorite on folklore, obviously, if anyone listened to last week is this is me trying, um, which I think like, speaks to like I deal with hurting but just like head down and trying to trudge through it and trying to like power through it and like do better and learn from it and be better the next time uh which I think is healthy <laughs> my favorite um evermore is tis the damn season which to me says that my way of healing is regressing back to terrible past choices <laughs> uh, which is something that I need to work on don't call me out don't call it a comeback um so that is what I've learned about myself. So who wants to share their faves? Maddie, let's hear oh, it. God. Then I'll cycle okay. you. Yeah. I really do think this says a lot about me. So my favorite on folklore is August. <laughs> and my favorite on Evermore is happiness. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I'm going to say this means about you. August <laughs> means that you fall in love with potential, but you never actually make it to the end. And you deal with I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know Mary Catherine can name a few people from that college. So but... aggressive, I'm so sorry. I literally yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> and you, deal, you deal with hurting by romanticizing what might have been and by thinking about what might have been with that person. <laughs> Why is that so true? <laughs> and I think, what'd you say your favorite on Evermore was? Happiness. Happiness. And I think literally happiness says the same thing. Like you just like sit and you're like, well, I could have been happy with them. I could have been happy without them. Like you literally no, I don't think the that's shit what happiness means. I don't think that's what happiness means. I think it's like reflecting. So definitely happiness is like there was happiness. Like, yes, I was happy, but I'm okay and I'm moving on. And yes, those good memories happened, but like I'm moving on. Like, yes, there's happiness because of yeah, you. Actually, there's I happiness because of me and it was good. We had all these times, but like moving on like that's literally what I yeah I agree with that and I I literally think that's how I am I think that you're kind of like you romanticize it and you're like oh what might have been and like oh like I there was so much potential there but in the end you're like you know what there was happiness in those moments and like there's still happiness now and you're able to move forward and I think that's very accurate too because you're a bad bitch Mary Cat hit us I'm I'm nervous let Um, me tell you about yourself you already have before and I didn't like it then and so I'm not gonna like it now but it's okay uh if you don't like it I'll cut it out if you don't like it I'll cut it out of the app no I I don't care I didn't mean that way um I think my favorite song off of folklore um invisible string and then I think that my favorite off of evermore is ivy Okay, Ivy, I have not listened to that much, so I'll let you fill in your healing piece because Ivy is not one of the ones that I like replay on end off of Evermore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Invisible String speaks very well to like the way that I think you handle hurting, which is just like trying to focus on the happy things and like moving forward and like focusing on the good things that you have and focusing on like this is meant for a reason and there's a reason for this. And I think that that is very you. Can you tell she's engaged and happily in love compared to Nicole and I? <laughs> Don't talk about it. It's fine. We're so okay. Um, Nicole's going to be the flower girl at Mary Catherine's wedding. FYI. Yes. And let me tell you, it will be a moment. Oh, <laughs> Anyways. Good golly. It's going to be a time. <laughs> Wait, so what's your favorite off Evermore? Oh, you already said that. I'm stupid. <laughs> I, yeah, Ivy. <laughs> Yes, and Nicole, once you listen to that more, you can analyze that. Part. I love. I think Ivy. that like I think that the biggest line from Ivy that sticks out to me is like, "Now you're with me, like you grow on stone, like Ivy or whatever the fuck the lyric is." Like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I think it's just like, mm, I don't know. I'll have to see. 
TB, TBD, I'll tweet out what I think Ivy means for Mary Cat. But I think this was a fun little game for us to play. And, you know, who knows? Did we just expose ourselves? Maybe. Did we maybe just expose Gigi Hadid and Zayn for their child's name? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know if um, – I feel like they would have a very different name, though. I love Dorothea. I do feel like they'll have could, a very I could really name. see it. Dorothea, I do love as a name. I because, do. like, there's – like, their mom's name – or uh, Gigi's mom's name's Yolanda, and mm-hmm. I love old names. Like, my grandmother's name is Dorothy, but I don't – we'll see. I mean, who knows what – I love that they post all the pictures that they do, but I just want to know the name. That's same, all I want. Like same. at least at least Sophie and Joe told us her name was Willa. And that's exactly. so cute. Oh and and the fact that Joe Jonas is married to Sophia Turner, who is our age, blows my mind. Really grinds my gears. There was a chance. I had a chance. I had a chance in that Jonas Brothers t-shirt and the Justice skirt. I had a chance. <laughs> Really Wait, okay, so transitioning from Gigi and now Sophie. Yeah, speaking of the Jonas wow. Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. The bonus Jonas. The, the, the Jonas. Jonas who gets his own segment. Good old. Jonas, we're going to talk about this Jonas for a while because I, I'm going to say it. I think he's the best Jonas. I love him. I love him so much. Um, The fact that... He is already so he's been on TikTok for a minute. Like it, people were talking about like Correct. him being the bonus Jonas or like everyone says Kevin's like not the cool Jonas brother and then they talked about Frankie but n- and that was like trending and then Frankie got on TikTok and like literally last week he was in like the 200,000 and now he's like over a million. And yes, so I'm looking up how much how many followers he has right now. I love him. So it's like much. over a million. I love and him so much. I also love him for making fun of Nick for being a, a douche canoe. He has um, 1.4 million followers. That's yeah. incredible. I'm he, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Kevin only has like 900 and like 900,000 something. I also, Kevin's Frankie not on TikTok that best much. friend. I want to be best friends with Frankie Jonas. I was looking at how many. Oh my gosh! He has. The his most viewed TikTok is the one of him trolling his brothers yes that is no and i I fucking love that like it's so funny it's It's, so funny it is the best oh my gosh he's only 20 which still blows my mind is he really only 20 years old yeah he literally started belmont he went to belmont he started belmont when he was 16 he's smart he's smart smart cookie and now he goes to columbia maddie had the perfect idea that He's essentially Nate Archibald. I said he's the liberal Nate Archibald. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> we were. I was like, wow, he goes to Columbia. He really is outspoken. He's so funny. Definitely. He's not involved in the drama, but he loves no. to make fun of people when he can. Of course. Exactly. No, Frankie Jonas side of TikTok has been my favorite thing lately. Um, I did ask Emma today. I, she asked me what was on my free page on TikTok, and I literally was like, Frankie Jonas, and she goes, who's that? She's 13. Love you, Emma, if you're listening, but she literally- Gotcha. She's 13. That makes a lot of sense. But she's like, who's Frankie Jonas? And I was like, the Jonas Brothers came back, like, last year, and what? <laughs> Who, uh, I'm just, I'm just so flabbergasted. I think Frankie is- I have, like, a weird obsession with, like, celebrity siblings who, like, aren't famous and who are just, like, random. Like, I love that. Yes. Same. And but I like one of the Olsen, of like, that. one of the Olsen uh, siblings. And now she's, like, really big on Marvel. Like, she yeah, literally Elizabeth is. Olsen. Yeah, yes. correct. She's the best Olsen. Actually, that's a lie. I still think Mary-Kate Olsen is iconic. Whoever has the Birkin bag that she, like, actually goes out and uses and it's, like, beat to shit, she's the most iconic Olsen. Frankie's the most iconic Jonas. Although I was a Kevin Jonas stand to begin with, I thought he was the best Jonas. I, to begin I, with. I love Kevin. I love him I so do much. I love Kevin. Kevin the birdhouse. Kevin in Camp Rock, what is me? I am Kevin. Like, there is crafty. Wait. Likes to make birdhouses. I'm scared to hear the answer to this because I don't think I'm gonna like it. But who of the <laughs> three of us do you think is which Jonas brother? 
I'm scared to hear the answer here. I know what someone is going to say about me, and I don't think I'm going to like it. I don't think you're Nick. Who do you? Thank God. Who... <laughs> also, I, I don't think I, any of us are Nick. I'm going to say, I'm going to make a bold Personality traits. I'm gonna make None of us are here. Nick. We have three think, other options. I think Maddie is Joe, Mary Cat is Kevin, and I am Frankie. Only because Frankie has crackhead energy. Ow, my That's jaw true. just popped. ASMR. <laughs> There's the ASMR you were looking for. This is a very chaotic episode, I must it say. Really we are kind is. of all over the place. I right kind of now. am into it, though. Um, but I like it. We're making sense still. Because last, last week we were so in line. Like, I think, like, this is how it is in our group chat 24 7. <laughs> Wow. So on the movement of topic. So let's all take a turn to talk about yes. some of our favorite things at Christmas time, favorite movies, favorite traditions, what our families do at Christmas time. Let's hear them. Who wants to go first? So what my family usually, words, usually does is we usually go to Minnesota because um, we spent my mom with uh, Christmas with my mom's side of the family, but that is not happening this year because of COVID and everything going on. So it's just my dad and I here. But we're still going to make it fun. We're going to make it funky, fresh, everything. Um, so I think we're mainly just going to make some gingerbread men from scratch. Yes, from scratch. Um, literally hang out. My dad and I are very go with the flow, like very chill people. So um, we're just going to have fun getting the Christmas spirit, do things. Um, but wow, my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> um, if anyone has seen this movie hit me up because it's my favorite Christmas movie. It is Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. I don't know why. It's really sad. Isn't that Santa Claus 3? No! What are you talking about? Jack Frost. Michael Keaton. There's Jack (gasps) Frost in in the Santa Claus 3. No, no, no! No! I've never seen this. What movie. are you talking about? You're talking about this. Ew. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Ew. That is what I'm talking about. That is my favorite Christmas movie. That makes me really upset right now. Why? Oh, I love oh, it. I think it's so, so sweet. Haunt my dreams. But I, Nicole. <laughs> that's what I look like. I love it so much. No, but, but this is honestly really a really good movie. It's really comforting, okay? <laughs> it is a good movie, though. I have to say, I have seen this, and I do remember it vividly in my childhood. And um, I must say, it's very underrated as a Christmas movie. I respect it that this is your favorite Christmas Thank movie. Thank you. It's such a unique choice. It is a very unique choice. Like, I think that I don't know that I know anyone else who would have picked that. Oh, I know, it's very different. I don't know why I love it, but it's just so comforting. So, for me, like, with Christmas, like, me and my family normally get together, but it's just, like, the three of us, just me, my mom, and my dad. Um, so, we normally do, like, a breakfast, like, casserole thingy, and it's always really good. And then we have, like, a late lunch, early dinner for Christmas dinner, essentially. Um, and then we just don't really do too much. My sister sometimes comes and visits, but I think we're going to go over to her house on Christmas Eve instead. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing that we really do that's like a tradition or anything that's like super exciting. Um, so I think that we'll just be hanging out and since Kyle won't be home again, um, I think that I think that he'll be able to at least do something up at the base while he's there. But it'll just be the three of us. And then I have a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. What? Do you guys like Christmas ham? What are your thoughts on Christmas ham? We don't do. We don't I think do Christmas ham. ham. We do. I Christmas think it's disgusting. Roast. We do a I think, roast. I think Christmas ham yeah. is absolutely disgusting. I think we do a roast or we do the same, like, do, like, turkey or something. I don't even remember the protein that we normally have. Granted, you have to remember that I did not spend Christmas with my family last year, so I do not. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember. I don't know what normal is right now. Correct. Um, But I do have to say that my – I have two favorite Christmas movies because I don't want to pick, so I'm going to tell them both. 
Um, so I really love Christmas with the Cranks because I love Jamie yes. Lee Curtis and I love Tim Allen. And I, I always would watch that with mom. And so it's just one of my favorite Christmas movies. I think that yes, it's just I iconic. Love that. And I love how the hickory honey ham gets run over. And it's funny. It is funny. And then my second favorite Christmas movie is Jingle All the Way. Where they that is a very underrated Christmas movie. I do have that on VHS in my basement. <laughs> where they try to get the Turbo Man, and then his dad becomes Turbo Man. Ugh. So, so it's good. just, it's a good feel-good movie. Um, I think all Christmas movies, though, are pretty much feel-good movies. Except for maybe a few. But no, I agree with that. Um, except for the movie, The Christmas Shoes, which, trigger warning, don't watch if you're a human with functional emotions. Um, my holiday traditions, my family is a really, really, really big Christmas family. Um, like, my mom does Christmas really big every year. It's, like, her favorite, favorite, favorite time of year. Um, so, usually, on a normal year, we would do Christmas Eve, like, all mm-hmm. with my mom's side of the family. Um, like, everyone comes over and we do a secret Santa amongst the whole family. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, That's exciting. That's cute. Which is cute. And, like, we all pick names. And, um, yeah, so we, like, do secret Santa amongst the family. And um, we, like, drink wine and just kind of, like, catch up and spend time together. And then on Christmas Day, just our grandparents give us presents um, and we all go together to like our grandparents' house and just they mm-hmm. do gifts. Um, and that's like smaller. But this year, because of COVID, like obviously we're doing things different. So we're doing like Christmas Eve, only us and one other set of cousins is getting together. And it's like masks and social distance and set up in stations. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas Day for like literally one hour, we're all going to get together and like all have masks and socially distanced do like our gift exchange and like so it'll be weird and different but also um like our internal family traditions will stay the same like me and my siblings will still do all of our gifts together on christmas night um and then like we'll all still we watch my favorite christmas movie every single year either christmas eve or christmas day night but i think this year we're gonna watch it christmas eve um mm-hmm. me perfectly into my favorite Christmas movie, which is without a doubt Love Actually. Um, of course, it, you it, watch it, it on Christmas Day. Yeah, every year. Um, is it something that I force my family to do? Yes, I really love it, and like we all are. I don't know. It's been such a weird year, and we've had so many like weird family things go on that like now I think more than ever it'll be nice to just be able to be together and have like some semblance of normal but yeah no I think that like for every family not just mine like any semblance of getting togetherness will be probably really nice to have this year yes anything that you guys can do to be remotely safe and still get together will definitely be beneficial I think for everyone in the long haul in the long run um I don't know I'm hoping that everything will work out and that everyone can stay safe and and I hope that everybody gets what they want for Christmas. Christmas crisis. Chrysler. On that note, I'll add one more little piece for us to talk about, and then we'll go into ins and outs. Um, Ariana Grande is engaged. I know. Have you seen about the ring? Like what yes, the ring it is? It was her grandpa's t- tie, something tie clip tie. The pearl was yes. The pearl, yes. Yeah, and I just think that's really beautiful and. Um, on a personal note, it looks, her ring looks very similar to a ring that my grandmother who passed away, who you both know, I have like a very deep connection to, um, she gave me a ring that looks extremely similar like to that, that I still wear as a pinky ring to like big things that I need to like feel powerful in. And so did I cry? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was really pretty. Um, it's definitely different and interesting, and I think a lot of thought went into it, which is always a plus. Um, which, And I'm also really excited for her. She seemed so genuinely happy, and so, you know, that's all you could want. 
And I think it's good for her too, because it's not as of a public relationship as any of her past relationships have been. Um, so I think that's really good for her. I mean, we don't really know much about this guy, which is honestly kind of best for her after all everything this woman has been through. Um, yeah. So I'm. it looks like she's very happy and I'm really excited for her. Guys, can I tell you a fact right now? We know you're not an Ari Stan. No, actually, <laughs> I listen to Positions, and a bitch might be having an Ariana Renaissance. I don't know. <gasps> I am finally an Ariana Sans, if you will. Oh my god! <laughs> I finally listened to um, through it all. I have the CD, obviously, because I bought it on our drunk trip to Target. Um, but it's uh, it's really good. I'm glad. I'm so glad that you guys are finally getting on this train. Because I have loved her for a minute. And uh, POV is the best song. I'm sorry. Oh, POV uh, is definitely a bop. But all of my pretty and all of my ugly oh, my I, I love to see me from your point of view. Boop. <laughs> um... And on that note, let's go to ins and outs of the week. Um, I would just like to say the ins for the week is having just straight appetizers. Straight appetizers. We had this yes. uh, tiny family Christmas thing today. We had buff chicken dip. We had meatballs. We had bang bang shrimp. We had it all, and it was amazing, and I'm probably going to go eat some after this. Um, my second in of the week is um, possibly my new favorite wine that I have found. Ooh. Blueberry Moscato. You are a fan of blueberry. That sounds really good. Blueberry Moscato. My mom has been getting it for the past couple months. It's Oliver Blueberry Moscato, and it's very good. And I love her, and she's become my favorite. And those are my ends for the week. I love both of those. Um, Mary Cat, do you have ends, or do you want me to go? I just have one in. I don't have two. But I'm just thankful an in is having a short work week. I only have to work days and that couldn't be more exciting so i Mm. am very ready for my short work week honestly you deserve a fucking break (sighs) can't catch one but i want one (laughs) Um, so nicole it's your turn if you know you know oh if you know you know um my ends uh my first in is the Kristen S. Dry Shampoo. I purchased this item at Target yesterday when I was indeed inebriated. Um, it was because they were out of my regular kind of dry shampoo and I just needed something to pull, tie me through. I'll be honest, I used it this morning. Can y'all really tell that I have like dry shampoo or anything my hair is gross or greasy at all? No. Right she looks soft no, i can't tell anything so yeah I think and it it's looks like good. loaded up with dry shampoo right now like layers and layers of it and it did not it's like touchable it doesn't have a smell it doesn't feel gross and producty and it looks fantastic um so the kristen s dry shampoo cannot recommend enough the biggest in the biggest in um my second in for the week is white chocolate reese's christmas trees um, I experienced these items for the first time last night. For the first time? Yes, because what? I was always kind of put off by the white chocolate thing. I wasn't sure how I would feel about it. Oh, girl, they're the best. They're so good. Uh, something about the white chocolate, like, emphasizes the peanut butter taste. They, like, marry together so well. It's it's so good. It's so good. The biggest in. Such a big in. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, Iconic. They're so good. The Reese's pumpkins are also really good. Whenever they come back out, you'll the have to get them. pumpkins are perfect. Um, but on that note, who has outs for the week? Maddie, do you want to go first on outs since you went first on ins? <sighs> outs? I would say not having a normal Christmas this year, honestly, but it like, really sucks. um but it's okay we're adjusting it is what it is um also my outs christmas ham disgusting no need for it awful ew that's all i have to say that's funny christmas hams it just makes me think of the hickory honey ham from a christmas with the cranks and it's just so funny um my outs are 
Um, Gossip Girl being taken off Netflix. I finally finished oh. rewatching it for the last time. The eagle is flying for the last time, and I am depressy about it because I can't watch it anymore after December thirty first, and there's no way I'm watching it again before then. So, um, I finally finished it again for the last time for a while. I don't know where it's going. I want to think it's probably going to get picked up by um, HBO or HBO. I was going to say I would think it would be HBO. Yeah, wherever the wherever the reboot is is probably where it's gonna go. Yeah, I would bet it's HBO. Um, my second out is Heartburn at twenty three. <laughs> um, I have not been feeling too great, and today was a really bad day. And getting heartburn at the age of twenty three is not a fun time. So shout out if you're twenty three and you have heartburn, or any age and you have heartburn. I feel you. I feel you, and I don't want it. So, there are my outs. Um, in case anyone was wondering on the Browns update for the night, uh, the Browns just scored again. Um, my outs are both call outs. Um, my outs are also call outs. Um, so if you heard it, no, you didn't. Um, my first out is um like stealing someone else's personality i there is nothing that grinds my gears as a person more than like a person who can't be original and who just like consistently steals someone else's thing like i something about it is just very bothersome to me so that is my first out for the week and if you know you know <laughs> I got to cut that sound effect out. Um, Correct. I'm so sorry. um, My second out for the week is, um, I've kind of said it before, but um, not caring. I think that especially during this year, like it's more important than ever to like share with the people you care about that you care about them and that you give a shit about them. And like, There's something that I think comes across as very, like, popular in, like, media as, like, being a person who, like, doesn't care or doesn't give a shit. And, like, I don't know why that's romanticized so much because I think that it's really important to care and, like, let people know you fucking care about them. Like, it's important. And, like, Evan is having a hard time right now and acting like you don't care or something about it just rubs me the wrong way. Um, Well, we are here for you and we love you. Also, to a lesser extent, any NFL team that isn't the Browns is also an out this week. Um, but I think that about wraps us up. Does anyone have – Maddie, do you want to share a Christmas message? Because you usually share a fun holiday – a fun message at the end of the episode. Um, well, thank you. Um, I would just like to say, um, as I always do, wear a mask, be safe, social, social distance, especially this week. Um, be – careful with all of your loved ones um i have to spend christmas away from my grandparents this year and all of my family so if i can do it you can as well um yes yeah, stay safe eat some good food watch some good movies drink some good drinks drink and drinks. have a merry christmas and happy holidays whatever you celebrate i hope you at least have a good day um yeah and i think that's gonna do it for this week uh as always Be kind to yourselves and be kind to each other and have a happy holiday and a great day, whatever you're celebrating. Uh, This has been the Golden Trio podcast. We love you.